Do you ever just sit down and think, I want to order some fast food? I want it here within 20 minutes, a lovely greasy kebab. Well, I actually want a kebab now. I've just said that. <laughs> All the titles. Bonjour and welcome to the More My Thinking podcast hosted by me, Lee Greeno, here live from the Man Cave every Monday where we speak to extraordinary individuals from around the world. Now today I'm speaking to London Eats. London Eats, if you didn't know, is the brilliant YouTube channel. It's quite funny, we see a lot of things on YouTube that are made for YouTube, but I think a big audience now is starting with realism and people just doing their day-to-day jobs. And this guy delivers in London, in the heart of London, with Deliveroo, Just Eat, Uber Eats, all those kind of things. And it's just a cracking channel and it's just just a really good watch. Um, so I talked to him today and you're going to love this chat. It's, it's a real interesting one. Now remember on the podcast there's only four rules. One, no bullshitting. Two, no judging. Three, no negativity. And four, have fun. Okay, enough of me gasping. Oh, oh no, I want to go and order my kebab. But I can't because we need to get on with our chat. So here we go. This is my interview with... The brilliant London Eats. And welcome to my way of thinking. Today I have a very special guest. It is the one and only Milo from London Eats. <laughs> welcome, Milo. Thank you for having me. How are you? I'm very well. How's things? Yeah, not too bad. Bit bit cold, but it's not raining. So you know, and yeah, it's funny how in England we talk about the uh, weather all the time. <laughs> yeah, we moan when it's too cold and moan when it's too hot. Which will. Well, well, actually, we'll cover that later on because, of course, you know, because of your channel and everything, you are prone to the uh, to the elements in sometimes yes. years. <laughs> yeah. So you're an Arsenal fan, I see. Yes, I am through and through. Oh, do you go and watch um, any matches? Uh, yeah, when I can. Um, since this COVID stuff's been around, it's been very hard to go to games. Um, yeah. I just try to stay away from stuff like that, but. Yeah, we're not having a great season, but uh, well, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm up in the Midlands and I'm a Coventry fan, uh, okay. unfortunately. Um, and they've been doing quite well, but over Christmas they played pretty rubbish. To be fair, and I always say, if you've got to do well over Christmas if you want to sort of get up to the the playoffs, but definitely. But you know, we're supporters, aren't we? And we just carry we just carry on through and through the pain. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well look thanks ever so much for coming on today um we've got loads to talk about because your channel is just great which i've been watching for i don't know how long i was trying to work it out actually was it two years ago you started it uh i think i started november 19 i think yeah it's good oh, no no november i can't remember actually because it's like i started the channel and i never really like focused on the analytics side of things. I just mm, yeah. uploaded videos and just went with the flow. But I think yeah. it was November 19 I started. COVID's threw us out a bit as well. Don't you find that sort of you've lost time because of COVID? Yeah, but for me, like starting the channel, um, and my channel really started to grow during the first lockdown yeah. because we were classed as essential workers. So we was allowed to go out and work. Yeah, true. Um, yeah. So everyone that was in lockdown... I found was watching my videos to like sort of see what outside was like. Mm, yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. 
Well, we'll go we'll go through that in a bit. First of all, obviously, you are going in and out and around London all the time. So yep. I thought the first thing I would ask you is tell me something that's interesting that we probably might not know. I'm a Midlander. I pop down. I go to London now and again. You know, three or four times a year for different reasons. Sometimes to go musicals. Sometimes to do other filmy stuff and courses and stuff like that. Tell me something that's quite interesting about London that maybe I might not know. Um, it's just, it's one of those cities that just never sleeps. There, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's always something going on. Um, I mean, you never really get, like, if you used to go out to your local, in your local town at 3 a.m. Yeah. You wouldn't see, but it, it, it's just nonstop busy. It, there's always something going on. Um, yeah, I've lived in London my whole life. I'm just so used to it. Yeah. Um, but if you ask anyone that's grown up in London, the only thing they want to do is get out of it. Yeah. Um, it's so expensive. I mean, it's a great place to work and good for like your social life and stuff, but we always want that escape to, mm. to, to be able to relax. Cause it's just, I always like quote it as the city's just a hundred miles an hour. Everything's go, go, go. You never really get time to relax and, I mean, you can't really relax anywhere in London. You have mm. to like sort of travel out of London to to get that peace. But yeah, I think it's just part and parcel of living in the city, really. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite funny. I um I love London, so I'll go down there for a day or two days or a weekend or whatever. And there's quite an energy there, you know. There's, there's yeah. a buzz. There's an energy. There's quite you feed off it. You feel invigorated. Uh, especially when it's to do with like my film stuff, like whoa, you know, really, and there's people down there, really passionate. But yeah. after, if you go there for three or four days, you start. Hold on, you know, I need caffeine. And then when you leave London, it's quite a relief, but you're also on a downer because it's pretty quiet here in the Midlands. Sometimes, you know, a lot of the time, it's nowhere near the same as, as London. You almost yeah. sort of grieve a little bit, <laughs> but you know, because yeah. it's. A, but I could I don't think I could live in London full time. Yeah. It has changed a lot though. Like, yeah. Especially in like the southeast where I'm from. Um it's just getting more diverse and a lot more students and younger generation are, are like starting to hang around and socialise where I live, which wasn't really a thing like ten years ago. Or is it um, you're getting older? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think it is. Oh, well. Yeah, I'll yeah. <laughs> I just moan about students a lot. How dare they go on the piss and enjoy themselves? They're not learning yeah. anything. <laughs> yeah, so I, I work at a university as well in yeah. London um, as my day job. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's quite weird that I work not with them, but I, I, I do maintenance at the, yeah. like, residences and stuff. So it's quite weird that I'm doing that as a day job and then. On a Friday night, I'm delivering them takeaway, which is quite quite weird. And do they all know that? Um, a few of them do. When I when I deliver to the residences, um, they're like, "Oh, what are you doing delivering food?" I'm like, "Well, I just do this on the side." I'm like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> Can you give us a discount? <laughs> no, yeah, I, w- I wish I could give people discounts. I would. <laughs> so, okay, so let's let's go back to the beginning when you were. Um, I don't know, at school, at college. It, to me, watching your videos, you enjoy traveling around, you enjoy biking, you enjoy the hustle and bustle of it. 
do, do you yeah. think when you were at school, what did you want to do? Because the reason I say it is some people I'll speak to, they like if they're creative, they had a creative side, they loved art at school. It was some people it happened later on in life. What what was sort of your calling, do you think? Um, so I started off studying media. Uh, that wasn't one of my options in school. Um, I never really stuck to it. And I changed within like two months of, of learning media, media yeah. studies. And I started uh, business studies, which I completed. But when I left school, I never went into anything to do with business. Um, yeah I went to college for like two three weeks and I just had enough of it because I just wanted to work yeah um, but in between that I was helping my brother uh he was doing like little music videos and and skits and stuff for people um around my hometown and I was helping him out with that um so I've always been like in the creative scene from like the age of 16 17 yeah um and i did miss it i did miss it so yeah i I was always looking for something to start myself but i just never knew what it was going to be yeah i can understand that and i can understand you wanting to get because it it, similar with me when i finished uh school it was like what do you want to do college and and i didn't really enjoy sitting at school i didn't really enjoy school i I was more creative i wanted to do things and and i wanted to earn money so when i left school you have all these dreams and aspirations, but the reality is you can earn some money in a factory or doing something. And that sort of pulls you away from, you know what yeah. I mean? The happy, the happy go lucky life. All of a sudden you're working, but the, the upside of that is you're earning money, you're paying your way, you're going out and enjoying yourself. So you sort of, and those years go pretty quick, don't they? <laughs> yeah, it has. It's gone very fast. My son is seven this year, which is quite crazy. Yeah. Um, really weird feeling. Is he into YouTube? Uh yeah, he loves YouTube. He's he's I know like a lot of kids nowadays watch the uh family vlogging channels and stuff. Um and I think he knows their families more than, than ours. Than his <laughs> yeah. own, you know. It's just Yeah, but yeah, he loves YouTube. Um, yeah does watch my videos and stuff which is quite cool but i always say like when he's older it's going to be good to look back and see what i was doing when i was younger you know yeah this is it isn't it we any sort of that's one of the things with social media and everything that if we create content it will it will last and even if it's just your bloody your son and your daughter watching it in 20 years time at least there's something whereas years gone by all you had was photos so it's 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 a good legacy in a way isn't it in some ways yeah definitely something for for them to look at so tell me a little bit about so so you start work you start family and everything so where did this thing start where you thought uh well, I'm guessing the delivery thing came first before the YouTube channel. So tell us a bit about that. Yeah, so um, I got my first electric bike, um, which was a Carrera. Uh, and then I was watching two other guys on YouTube uh, doing delivery videos. So I, was, so I started, I signed up for Uber and I was like, I'm really nervous. I don't know what to expect. Let me just do some research. And then I found these two guys, uh, one guy, Craig from Reading, 
Um, he's channels delivery rider. And another guy, Mr. Shark, who is from Hackney. Um, so yeah, I was just watching their videos, sort of getting to grips of what they get up to. And I noticed no one was doing it in London. So I was like, this would be a great opportunity to get back into the creative space that I was always wanting to get back into. Um, but first I had to get comfortable with doing the deliveries and uh, just getting to grips with the job. Uh, did, yeah. the, did the delivery thing, was that part and parcel of um, doing something creative or did you start doing the deliveries just be, for a bit of extra cash and because you enjoyed doing it first? Yeah, it was just for, just for extra income, really. I think because I work a full-time job, I work 45 hours a week, um, being able to do something flexible because I was looking for part-time work. Right. Um, I didn't really want to be contracted into yeah working hours and stuff so yeah i think working for these delivery apps just gives you the freedom to work whenever you want um just make a little bit of extra money and do you enjoy so you must have enjoyed the thought of the the exercise and traveling around london as well because to some people it'd be like oh my god i can't you know delivery driver round here is bad enough round london so was there a bit of a but did you think you know i could do that it's a bit of a buzz yeah, I mean, it's ever since I've, I've been doing it, even now I'm finding areas in London that I've never been to before, which yeah. is kind of, kind of crazy because I've lived here for 28 years, you know? Yeah. Um, and, and to discover new places, like, oh, I've never known that was there. Um, but yeah, the exercise part of it is, is a benefit, definitely. And, and just being able to, like, socialise with other drivers and getting to meet loads of people, um, yeah, it's really good. When you first started doing the delivery, did you, were you a bag of nerves and did you make loads of mistakes? I mean, when, when, when was, how long ago was this? Because obviously the delivery thing has only sort of took off in the last, what, five years, is it, or something like that? Yeah, I started, so I actually signed up in September of 2019. Oh, right, okay. Um, and then I started the YouTube channel in November. Oh, so not long at all then. Yeah, so I just wanted to get a, get to grips with the job i was still learning when i yeah. when i started the youtube channel Jesus. it wasn't like yeah but now it's just like second nature you don't you don't think about what you're doing it's just you already know what to expect you already know that you're going to be waiting half an hour in mcdonald's for an order. <laughs> no mcdonald's like, eh? they're good at mate. <laughs> yeah some of them are but if you go there on a friday night it's just chaos oh god did you so when you first started so you're doing the deliveries first of all and then and then you think right you know i'm gonna start doing content as well yeah to me doing delivery and i have the utmost respect for delivery drivers i think they do a brilliant job but i think it looks stressful i'll go to mcdonald's and you just see them coming in and out so to me doing that in london seems 10 times more stressful and then to think i'm gonna film it jesus christ man what are you crazy or what? Yeah, it's it's more of the end. Like it's just the things. For me, if someone was to say, "Oh, do you want to watch a delivery driver on YouTube?" I'd be like, "That's a bit weird." But it's it's not just the delivery part of it. It's seeing all the things that come with the job. So, like, it's the good and the bad. So, like, people's bikes being stolen. Like, 
like I was a victim to that as well. Um, and then just all like the other funny things that, that you see out in the road, because like I said, London is just such a crazy place and there's always stuff going on. Um, yeah. Yeah, just, yeah, I think it's, it's a good escape for some people as well. Um, a lot of the comments that I was getting on, on my YouTube and Instagram is, it's just relaxing to watch, um, which, yeah, which is quite cool. Yeah, what I find, and uh, I'll put uh, links in the show notes, it's London London Eats, which I've already said anyway at the start, but what I found is we've got a lot of content now, we've got TikTok, we've got everything, Um, and there's a lot of things that are made specifically for you to look at, but it's false, it's not real life. Yeah. You know, commercials, things like that, which is fine because it's there for a reason. But I also like to watch stuff that, like you say, you can just watch. It's easy watching and mm-hmm. it's real life. There's no, nothing false. You're not trying yeah. to sell anything. It's just you. Um, and I like that. And there's certain channels like, um, who's that guy who does the take, Rate My Takeaway? He's yeah. great as well. Uh, yeah. Where and And what you're finding now is people are enjoying viewing that more than us because they know it's real. Um, and you get to know the person. Like, well, you know, watching it, I've, I've got to know you uh, from doing – and it's strange, but there's that nice connection, whereas I think with yeah. social media at the minute, you sort of, I mean, especially Instagram, that's getting hammered at the minute for just – it's not real life. You know, yeah. it's just influencers a lot of the time. And mm-hmm. I think that's the beauty of, of your channel and and other channels like it is is it's just you doing a job and it's all the little things that can happen but it's not scripted you know and there's something something quite beautiful about that don't you think yeah i think it's it's nice to have the freedom to be able to say whatever you want um because i don't have no ties to these companies they don't know who i am they don't know who's making these videos um so it's nice to be open and honest about about the job um and it's nice to just show everyone what we go through um on a on a normal shift you know because it isn't an easy job um it is quite difficult especially in a in a busy city but once you get to grips with it i think it's it's a game changer if you're looking to make some extra money yeah and and that's the other thing that i like is you always tell so how much you've earned you know whether yeah. you've done bad or good there's no sort of filter where i'm only going to tell you when i've done brilliant and i like yeah. that you know some nights it's just terrible you're like yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's Definitely. the point um but that's good because sometimes i think too much of social media is all good and and you think you know that's lies you know when you see people mm-hmm with pictures of them in their mansions and going on holiday in the Maldives all the time. You think, come on, that's bullshit. Yeah. Um, whereas for you, it's got, it, it, it's, you see the good and the bad side of it. Now, so going back to when you first start filming, say like, right, I'm going to start on a YouTube channel. Camera-wise, what, what were you thinking, camera-wise? Um, I knew it had to be a GoPro. Uh, that what, that, that's what everyone was using. I think at the time it was the eight black that was out oh right okay um, yeah think, i don't think they had the hero nine uh yet i'm not quite sure but yeah i went for a hero seven silver yeah um and that was it i just had that and the chest mount didn't have no microphones and yeah one memory card and no removable battery so yeah it was a struggle 
Yeah. Um, editing, did you do it? So you had to learn editing and everything like that as well? Luckily, I, I've been using Sony Vegas since oh, I was 16, 17, so I oh. already knew. But I think when I had it, it was like Sony Vegas 14. Oh, so, okay. Um, yeah. I, I, once I got back into the hang of editing, it, it was okay. Yeah, that that's the other thing as well, is what's quite nice when you see channels like yours and, and other people, as you can see it evolve. So you yeah. can see the start. The content's good. Um, but obviously it's one camera, it's a bit choppy, sounds not brilliant. And then you look at like today, I was thinking, when I was looking the other day, I was thinking, Christ, he's come on. You know, you got this camera, 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 yeah. <laughs> microphone. I bet that feels quite good, doesn't it, to, to evolve that way? Yeah, it does, definitely. I think with, you can see the progress, which is nice. I was considering getting rid of my older videos but then no there, there's there's other youtubers that i watch like ben morris i don't know mm. if you've seen ben morris i watch i go back to like the previous videos or like casey neistat yeah i go back to the the first ever uploads that they've done and it's quite cool like you said to see the progress and even if you wanted to start from the beginning you know yeah um, it, it it does it, it keeps you authentic as well um, yeah, and you'll see some of the biggest YouTubers, and now and now and they'll show it because you know you, you're doing you're doing well, you're being successful. So why you know why be why be embarrassed of that success? Yeah, you know. So so the next thing is bikes. Then so we've we've seen you go through different bikes. Talk about electric bikes now. I'm a, a bit of a biker. Um, I used to do a lot of mountain biking. Yeah. And I remember this was quite a few years ago. I was up in some mountain somewhere in Wales and an old guy came up. He must've been about, I don't know, 60 or something. And he came up on this mountain bike and it was electric. And it was when they were first start coming in and I'm like, Oh, you know, cheating. And he, and he, and there's this hill. And I thought, you you know, I can't get up that. And he shot up there. And I thought, actually, there's something to be said about electric bikes because I know we all fly off the deep end and say, oh, electric bikes, you know, it's not real exercise. Yeah. And now look at how they've evolved. Tell us a little bit about, about the different bikes you've had and how they've evolved. Yeah, so I actually, when I first started doing videos, um, no, when I first started doing Uber, sorry, I was on a normal mountain bike. Um, yeah. And everyone thinks that I've always had an electric bike, which is not the case. So I was using that from September to when my first video came up. Um, but yeah, the difference is, is crazy. If you haven't tried an electric bike, it's just like the, the, the experience is really overwhelming. Um, but yeah, the technology nowadays, what's, what they're doing to electric bikes is pretty amazing. Yeah. I think a lot of people will, will slag off electric bikes until they've been on one. And then they're like, yeah. ooh. This yeah. is good because, you know, there's always that hill where you're like, oh, and it just gives you that little bit of, uh, <laughs> I bet it was a dream country. Tell us a little bit about when you first got your electric bike and you went out delivering. I bet I was like, wow, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, it was a really weird feeling. I mean, at the time, electric bikes were still not a thing, but to, like in the delivery community. Yeah. Um, so there was a very like, few, even Just Eat, they wasn't using these electric bikes that they're using nowadays yeah um so even like all the delivery drivers are like this is such a good idea because we're using these normal bikes and yeah we haven't got no restrictions on how long we can work for but 
you can get a lot more money um, yeah. by using the electric bike. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was a good it's a good feeling. Um but it wants you it makes you want more, you know. Yeah. Bigger batteries. Yeah, well like this that. is it, isn't it? How the how the techno technology's evolved and how yeah. your bot and and how your bikes have evolved. I mean, at the minute you're on that, uh, you're on a scooter now, aren't you? That white, um, yeah, it's new. Yeah, is that the best one so far? Yeah, I mean, the one. Well, it's just is it when it's electric? I didn't look, but when it's an electric scooter, what's the difference between that and a normal scooter? Are you paying? So you're not paying tax? Are you allowed in different areas? Yeah, so there's no road tax with electric vehicles at the moment. No doubt they'll change that. <laughs> um, yeah, no ULEs, no congestion charge. Right. Um, and MOT you don't need for three years yeah. uh, when it's a new vehicle. And this, yeah, the general maintenance of it is is really low. Um, yeah. There's only two things that can go wrong, which is the batteries or or the motor. But with, with them using really good... Um, stuff it's, it's not gonna break yeah and it's all under warranty which is quite nice yeah and, and the other thing as well i suppose which i was thinking is because your speed you know it's limited to a certain speed it doesn't matter around london because it's not like you can go 100 mile an hour around london anyway is it no yeah the max i mean i think i think top speed is 30 miles an hour on some roads yeah um, but every single residential street is is 20 miles an hour um yeah so there's no problem yeah have, having yeah having the new like going back from from going from a bicycle to an electric moped if you ask anyone that rides electric bikes range anxiety is number one um you're always worrying how much battery have i got left yeah am i gonna make it home can i work for another hour um but having the electric scooter is just you don't even think about it because you know you're not going to do 60 miles between five and nine yeah yeah that's that that goes completely out the window which is quite nice because you've got the two you got two batteries on it haven't you yeah there's two batteries on there yeah and I, i'm i'm doing a 24-hour shift um <laughs> very soon Jesus. Um, and they, yeah they've, they've they've kindly said that they're going to give me an extra set of batteries so i don't have to chop and change between the e-bike because that's one thing that i was going to do but it's it's going to be more of a headache for me to chop and change between the e-bike and park up the scooter. Oh, yeah. So yeah, to be able to just come home, swap over the batteries, and go out again. So what's uh, so what's the idea with this? And are you doing it just for content, or is it sponsored, or charity, or what? What's the idea on that? Because that sounds like a, a bloody nightmare, to be honest, sweetheart. Yeah. So I I done one in twenty twenty, yeah. uh, November twenty twenty, and after I'd done the video and put it online, I was like, I wish I'd done that for a charity. Because mm. um, it made me feel a bit selfish. Uh, that I was working 24 hours. There was no end goal just to see how much money I made. And that was it. Yeah. Um, so this time around, I was looking for charities online. And uh, I found a homeless charity here in London uh, called Glassdoor. They're, they're really good at what they do. And I thought, yeah, it'd be great to just anything I make from the video uh, through YouTube, even if the video is monetized, I'm just going to donate uh, to them. Yeah, it's going to be- That's awesome. 
That's awesome. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> That's awesome. Make sure yeah. you send if you send me the link to that. And then I can yeah. put it out on all, all the platforms as well. But yeah, that's that's it's a gonna be really good. Yeah, that's a great idea, mate. That is. So the channel's doing well. Did you ever expect it? I mean, I think you're at forty thousand subscribers at the minute. Did you ever expect it to do so well? I'm guessing you're going to say no. But is the growth spur? Is it actually absolutely flying now? Or and how do you ensure that? Do you, I'm guessing it's re, it's good content and regular videos. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't. I do pay attention to the subscribers now. I didn't used to, but um, yeah, it's just uploading consistently. But I think also not uploading too much. Um, I always say it's good. Uh, I call it starving the audience because um, if you upload too regular people are like I'm getting bored of this guy you know it's, mm. there's only so much that you can watch but yeah I don't know I just I don't have no structures in my videos whatever happens happens mm. um, but like for planning videos like the 24 hour shift that's one thing that I have planned um, but yeah I don't have no expectations from from the YouTube whatever happens happens and was there just, one video? Was there one video in particular where you posted it and just all of a sudden you had loads of subscribers and what and thought, oh, yeah, there was one video. I think it's on about five hundred and fifty thousand at the moment. Yeah, um, it was a normal video. Just uploaded it, and two or three days went past, and I was like, the views are doing quite good. Uh, and then I woke up on the fourth day, and it was on like. 90,000 views and I was like okay something's happening here um, <laughs> this is quite weird uh, but the weirdest part is when I was at my electrical course because I'm, I'm studying to become an electri electrician at the moment yeah, yeah. Um, and I didn't know any of the guys it was like one of our first weekends that we was uh, yeah. in the course so I'm still yet to know everyone yeah, yeah. Um, and one guy came over to, to my friend's car when we was on lunch and was like I've just seen this guy on YouTube and he looks really like familiar. Like, you know? And I was like, yeah, that's my video. And, I was like, and then it, it came to me and I was like, wow, like YouTube are pushing my videos out there. Yeah. Um, that particular upload. And yeah, I just got thousands and thousands of sub subscribers within. Do you get notifications month. when you get a subscriber? Um, I did in the beginning, but I turned it off just because it was, just, it was getting too much. Um, but now they now they don't even send me any notifications. I've got I've just got an iPad here yeah. uh, with the live subscribers. <laughs> that yeah. your first taste of fame, oh, mate? Are you London Eats? Yeah, it was quite weird. Don't mosh it. Weird. <laughs> Give me your autograph. <laughs> <laughs> I've just had a look. Actually, I was just looking through your videos now. While working the evenings, and it's that that one's got four hundred sixty-five thousand views, which is pretty. Yeah, pretty, that's the one. Pretty phenomenal. And it's strange, isn't it? Because like you say, it's not there's nothing special or different about that that one, but for just for some reason, it just yeah. it just it just did well, which is strange. I mean, I'm not I mean, I'm rubbish on social media and, and YouTube, you know, it's I'm I'm crap, I don't market it at all. But I mm -hmm. think 
sometimes the way the algorithm works and that, I just think if it's good content and it, and before that happened, you were putting out these. Do you put them out regular every week? Is it because that's one some that's some I've got to start doing this year with the podcast? Is I've got to be consistent the same day yeah. because I've been rubbish. Um, yeah, and I think that makes a big difference. Have you been really consistent? Have you? I try to be. I try to at least upload once a week. Um, where I've got the full time job, the electrical course, yeah, I'm, I'm filming, editing, I'm doing it all myself. It's really hard, but yeah, I've got the same goal as you to be more consistent. Yeah. I feel like I don't know. Not that I'm letting down the audience, but it's just like. They all know the situation, which is quite nice, and they're, they're quite supportive of, of it. You've got a responsibility uh, now, Marlo, don't you? Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. I enjoy making content, and I hate having nothing to edit. Yeah. Um, just for, like, instance, today I'm, I'm going to go out and work a shift, and it's just going to be a normal day, just so I've got something to edit and put out on Sunday. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know, yeah. I want to be more consistent, definitely. Well, I think you should be because it's you know it's just it's just going to grow and grow and grow, right? So tell yeah. us a little bit about so you know we all use Deliveroo or Just Eat, all the different ones. Tell us a little bit about working for them. Is it? A, a, I'm, you've obviously said on some of your videos some are better than others. Um, yeah. Is there one that stands out to you, and is that because of the pay or the way they treat you? Because you're self-employed, like you say, you've got no contract. Um, mm-hmm. But it's quite a good little job for, for some people wanting to earn some extra, extra cash. Tell us a little bit about doing jobs for these different people. Or, or, do, or, does it, or doesn't it even matter because all you're doing is going to the rest? It's more about the restaurants. Yeah, I mean, it's, for me, Deliveroo is a lot better than Uber Eats. Yeah. Um, the rider support, just the whole background of Deliveroo anyway. Yeah. Like the, the founders, the, 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 the CEO, he does care about the riders. Um, and some people say, oh, he doesn't. He just cares about his profits. And He, he did a great, he did a great, he did a great interview. I, I listened to it on a podcast. I can't remember which one it was. Have you listened to it? The his... Diary of a CEO? Yes, was, that was it. He, yeah, yeah, it was really yeah. good. Yeah. It was really, really good. Yeah. I, I don't know. People just, because Uber's such a big company, um, they're worldwide. I know Deliveroo is now, but it's just the way that Deliveroo started off um, yeah. and how they established themselves. I just, I don't know. I, I just got a lot more respect for Deliveroo uh, than Uber. If you if you go to a Deliveroo restaurant, are you more confident that it's ready? You're not going to get any hassle. Whereas because Uber's so big it could be yeah. a right shithole. Is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> yeah, well, no. D- d- with, with Deliveroo, I'm so happy that they don't have the option to collect from McDonald's. Um, right. And, one, I mean, if you go online with Uber, 99% of your orders are going to be from McDonald's unless you go to an area that doesn't have one. Yeah. Uh, um. So yeah, with Deliveroo, you just get more double orders. So you get two orders in one. Um, and, and they tell you how much you're getting paid before you even pick up your order. That's another thing with Uber. You don't know what you're getting paid until you've actually done the delivery. Right, yeah. It's wrong. I mean, we're the only country where they, they have that system. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah, Amsterdam, America, you can all see 
how much you're getting paid, where the customer is. Um, it's really open. Um, yeah, Deliveroo, I think, is, is the one to work for, to be honest. Yeah, we've got, uh, you've got Uber Eats, we've got Just Eat here as well. Have you got that down, London? Oh, hello. Oh, went off. Uh, yeah, so we've got... It's okay. Yeah, yeah you just went off for a um, second. Yeah, we've got Uber, Deliveroo, Just Eat, but there's a lot more uh, that have popped up in the last 18 months. Um, a lot of them are grocery apps. So there's yeah. GoPuff. Jiffy, Getia, um, uh, Grillers. There's there's quite a few uh, apps. And do you mind just, doing Do you mind doing the uh, grocery deliveries, or is it just the same? Well, with them because it's paye, it's not self-employed. Right. So for people that have contracts with their main employer, like myself, I, I can't sign any other contracts to pay. Mm into paye which is which is quite annoying because i would work for these grocery apps yeah Um, why do they do that then yeah i don't know i think it just makes it just makes their life easier makes the driver's life easier um but yeah they're having issues at the moment getting getting the riders um i mean some of them are even offering like 600 pound sign-up bonuses yeah riders and yeah i mean i think the main reason is because you don't really have flexibility um for instance if i was working with deliveroo and it comes to 9 p.m I'm like ah, i've made 100 pound i'm gonna go home now but with them you can't you have to work the entire shift mm, yeah so, yeah it takes, it takes away. away the element of being self-employed yeah which is nice because if you have a really good night and you want to finish early and you've worked hard you should be able to do that you know yeah yeah, that's right. Tell us about a video, probably your most eventful video to date, that you can think of. It's got to be the night my bike was stolen. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, I went out at, I think it was midnight, uh, to do some deliveries for Uber Eats, um, my local McDonald's, and yeah. The, it went downhill pretty fast. <laughs> Were you quite sure? Had you had a bike stolen before? I've never had a bike stolen. I know, before. yeah, because I, I remember the episode. It wasn't that long ago, was it? It was about three, four months ago, something like that. Yeah, it was August, August fifteenth. So tell, there. so so tell us a little bit about. So usually you've got an automatic lock, or, or and and you just leave it when if you have to go inside. Tell us what happened on this occasion that's the thing we all take risks as delivery drivers we all leave the bike outside run inside grab the order come outside and it's still there and 90 yeah. percent of the time it's okay yeah um and it depends where you are i mean if you i always say if you can see your bike then it's okay to leave it there as long as you've got eyes on your bike but yeah. if if it's out of uh your line of sight then you should always lock it yeah, yeah. Um, and it's quite weird because this mcdonald's that i go to there was sometimes, if you're working at 1 a.m., there's not really many people around. You can leave outside, run in, grab the order, and come back out. Um, but this time, I actually locked the bike up. So <laughs> oh, right. then come out, and it was gone. I was like, are you serious right now? Like, <laughs> I don't know. It took, it took at least 10 seconds to process where my bike was. Like, it, was it was really weird. Because yeah. um, they took the lock with them. They didn't yeah. leave the lock on the floor or anything like that. 
So yeah, it, it was it was really it was really weird. Um, was it insured? Yeah. Get you get your, get your money back for it and everything. Well, this is the thing with bike insurance. Now you can get insurance if you're a courier, but a lot of insurance companies will not Ugh. insure couriers. Oh yeah, um, just because of the, the policies nature. and stuff yeah. behind it, um, and the nature of the job, definitely. But there are a few companies out there now that um, have insurance. Like Lacker is one of them. Right. Um, L A K A. Uh, yeah, they they offer bike insurance, which is quite nice. Yeah, but the the thing is, you probably got a bit confident and complacent because you've been doing it for so long. And then, look, but like you say, you put a lock on, and you just you just don't know, do you, wherever you are, I suppose. Yeah. It's, and uh, I think the the craziest part of it all is that I ended I ended up getting the bike back, mm, which yeah. is something I never ever expected. Once it was stolen, I was like, that's it. That bike is definitely gone. I always had thought in in the back of my mind, like maybe one day, you never know, because the bike's so distinctive. It's not your normal mountain bike that you see. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, two months later for it to be found. But I think if I didn't put the word out there on YouTube, yeah. and Instagram, it definitely wouldn't have been found. Um, yeah, it's something that I didn't want to do. I thought I'd, I'll just sort it out myself and I'll just get back on the road and hopefully no one will notice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, for, for, for the people of YouTube, like my subscribers, to raise the money to me to buy another bike. Yeah. Just, it's something I'm ne- I'll never forget. and. Yeah, yeah, that's, and that's I, yeah, that's the real positive thing yeah. about you know about social media. I think it, I remember years ago, uh, oh god, many over 20 years ago, like I say, I used to do a lot of mountain biking, and uh, mm-hmm. my friend's bike got stolen. And then about four weeks later, we were just walking, playing football or something, and some land road passed on it. <laughs> so we ran after him, we got him, we went, that's not your bike when it is. We went, no, it's not. <laughs> it's strange, isn't it, when you see it? Because yeah, you, just think, you, you just think straight away it's going to get, you know, wrecked and cut into pieces. Um, yeah. But like you say, the 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 power of, of social media and, and of YouTube for them to, you know, raise money and that to get you another boy, that, that must have made you think this is serious stuff that I could, you know, yeah. doing. And it's something I, I didn't want to do. I didn't want to like ask people like, mm. Oh, can you help me out? Cause I think when you're in them situations, you should just try and get through it yourself. Mm. Um, just look at the situation. What can you do to fix it? Um, but when I put the first video out there, that was one of the comments that I was seeing quite frequent and I was just ignoring them mm. um, and just thinking, yeah, it'll be fine. And then I started to see like PayPal donations coming. I'm like, okay, like this, I don't want to be accepting donations from people and not being able to thank everyone afterwards. Yeah. So yeah, I set up the GoFundMe and I just said, look, whatever happens, happens. If I'm able to buy a new bike, then that's great. But yeah, it was crazy. I think I raised like £2,300. That's mad, Like a it? week, which is yeah. just... Yeah, I'm hoping one day I'm going to be able to give back to each and every one of those those people that donated. Because That's amazing. But the thing is, and I know what you mean, you probably feel a little bit guilty, you know, and think, oh, yeah. you know. But you're creating content that they're watching. So they're happy to yeah. donate because you're doing something, you're giving value to them. And I know that's probably... 
you probably realize that more now um but back in the day you were just making videos well actually you know you've got forty thousand people that are watching you and, and they're enjoying your videos so yeah so no it's, yeah, it's, it's something it's, i definitely won't forget and it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's great gonna be with me it's a great story uh i'll bet if you were in uh, kensington you wouldn't have that problem you bought being stolen <laughs> no definitely not definitely there's a good not. video of that i caught a lot of video of, uh, of that one yeah some some place that isn't it yeah uh, just quickly before it's finish off is uh you get tips sometimes people will ask you to do wheelies and things like that tell us a bit about that because that made me laugh yeah you know what is I've, I've never actually had anyone ask me to do something random um <laughs> you do get some weird deliveries like but i i try not to show too much of the customer yeah um i mean i i know riders that have been like invited in to like have a cup of coffee and stuff like that <laughs> but it's like yeah it's Dodgy. really weird but like i mean you do have like funny moments with customers there are some out there that don't just snatch the food and run in they they will stand there and have a conversation with you um yeah nothing re really weird that's happened um but yeah like i said i tried to keep the customer side of it out just because of privacy and stuff like that it's um, yeah, yeah i'm hoping to get a bit more interaction with customers and it's something that i am working on yeah i think yeah. if they're happy with it, it it probably is quite nice sometimes you know to to see people you know say thank you i suppose but um, yeah i mean during the pandemic it was quite nice there were the, the customers then were like really appreciative of what we was doing mm. um because we didn't know the, the severity of the virus and we didn't know how bad it was and we still like we're still learning about it uh, and everyone was inside and whilst we was out you know sort of doing our job so yeah working those times was, was really good um yeah cool being able to record it and put it on yeah YouTube. yeah yeah so what's um what are you thinking about for the future then for london eats milo are you are you thinking of because i know you've been mixing with other youtubers and you're making connections now any mm -hmm. any thoughts on the future or are you just going to continue doing what you're doing um for now i'm just going to continue doing what i'm doing um there is going to be a few more challenges like one once my electrical course is over, I'm going to have so much more time on my yeah. hands. I'm able to do so much more. Um, and the one thing that I want to do is go to other countries, not even other cities, but go to like New York and work there for a yeah. couple of months and stuff. But I have to go down the right channels of doing it. Yeah, because I bet you get sponsorship. I bet you get sponsorship for that if you, you know, yeah, it's, working. It's, so it's quite weird. Like I, I make connections with some of my subscribers like I've, i know a guy that works and lives in amsterdam and he's like whenever you come over you've got a place to crash like so it's like i have a bike there i have somewhere to stay <laughs> i just need i just need to be able to work um because i will do it the, the correct way i won't just go there and yeah and do it on the dodgy yeah um, way of working but yeah just visiting other countries um hoping to do like a bit more of vlog style content um yeah I just I don't really know. For me, vlogging is just making an episode. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hopefully, that it just continues to grow. Just I'm keep doing what you're doing, man. What you're doing, what you're doing, it is 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 working, 
just yeah. keep just keep being you. But like you say, doing it around other countries, that would be, you know, I could see in a few years' time, that would be massive, yeah. massive. I think I'll conquer, I'll conquer doing the UK, like England anyway. Mm. Um, I, I want to go to Liverpool, Manchester. And oh, I love Liverpool. I think yeah. if you... If you can work in London, you can work anywhere. It's, yeah, you're not going. But you need to come, come up to the Midlands. Come up to the Midlands, yeah. and I'll do I'll do a session with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll be We'll do a four-hour shift out the way for. I'll do about an hour, and I'll be like, "Fuck this, I'm going home." Yeah. <laughs> I, I am looking forward to the twenty-four-hour shift, but I'm not at the same time. But because it's for charity this year, yeah, I this is it's, yeah. It's yeah, and it's going to be sponsored by um, an app. There's a rider app coming out very soon. Yeah. Um, to to help us delivery drivers uh, track our earnings and stuff like that. So, yeah, they're going to be sponsoring the video, which is quite nice. That's cool, yeah. Um, they're just basically going to donate whatever I make. They're going to match it. Brilliant. Um, so, yeah, hopefully we can raise raise a load of money for, for this homeless charity. Oh, brilliant, mate, brilliant. And I always ask my guests for a bit of advice. It can be the best bit of advice you've had or that you'd give someone. Uh, it can be to do with delivering or anything like that. It's entirely up to you. Have you, have you thought of anything? Yeah. Um, it's a common thing, comment that I get on my videos. I'm yeah. thinking of starting a YouTube channel, but I'm not sure. Um, I'm not confident enough to do so and stuff like that. But I always just, from my experience, just go for it. Mm. You've got nothing to lose. And there's so many benefits from starting a YouTube channel, even if you don't get thousands and thousands of views. And it just makes you more confident. Um, your, your confidence level grows hugely. For me, when I first started off doing videos, I never used to show my face. I never used to turn the camera on myself and speak to other people but yeah i mean if this was two years ago i, I would be shaking right now I be able to speak to you like i've never met you before you know like stuff like that but i think yeah just just go for if you if you're thinking of starting something just go for it mm. um it's brit it is it is amazing for growth uh, yeah. like I say social media's got its negative points but it's positives and like you've just said the the aspects of, of your growth for yourself and your confidence and everything to do with that and it's a good point that you said there is it, don't look at the views it's not about the views you're doing no. something you enjoy if you look at the views and you get it up on that forget it um, mm -hmm. just be yourself but just enjoy it and if you're passionate about it and if you you know only if it's your mum and dad watching who cares you're enjoying it um, yeah. so nah, it's, that's you never know where it's going to end up yeah. like my videos were starting off I was getting like 15 views a video and I was like why am I doing this but then then you start to see if you're more consistent and then you keep going it does pick up um, yeah yeah. How many people there are that, that use these platforms? You're always going to attract some sort of attention. Yeah. And I think the future as well is people uh, being more relatable. People will watch people that are more relatable. So, like, you're very relatable. You have your ups and downs. And you can yeah. sort of you know, think, oh, I know when I've had a bad day. So, you can understand that. And I think people are watching that a lot more now than mm -hmm. whereas before it's the fairy tale and nothing ever goes wrong you know in this episode yeah. um so i think that that makes a big uh, a big difference as well definitely i, I always yeah. ask my guests for a favorite as well it can be a film a book or something like that that's just accessible have you thought of a favorite oh 
It's going to have to be Ozark on uh, Netflix. Yeah, boy, yes. It has to be. Yeah, I've uh, I've been trying to get everyone on it. and Love uh, it. I fell off at season two, but no, it's it's so good. Jason yeah. Bateman is class. Well, they all are. Yeah, it's really good. I'm really are you, enjoying it. you watched the first seven? Uh, I'm on... No. Because what um, they've done now, this this new season, they've released seven... And then later on in the year, they're going to release another seven. Okay, yes, yeah, so I think I'm on number four at the moment. Which, what's happening on that? Um, it is when they've just signed this contract with that uh, rehab center. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And gets... the guy said, I'm not going to do the delivery until I find out who the mole is. Yeah, yeah. The gun. Yeah. Every character. What I love about Ozark is every character is uh, is brilliant, and yeah. you, it's just tension all the time. It's relentless. I said to my wife the other day, we were watching it, and and I write scripts, and sometimes people will send me scripts and say, "What do you think of this and that?" And okay, when you write a scene, there'll be a lot of flack in there, uh, and people will be talking rubbish. And I'll say, cut that all out. Watch Ozark. Every scene, everything they say is spot on. There's no crap. There's no filler. You know, and every scene, you're watching it and you're like, oh, my God. And then the next one, oh, my God. There's no yeah. filler. And I said, that's the key is cut all the crap out. And if you watch Ozark, everything that's said is, is, is spot on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, quite, it's quite annoying that Ozark and Afterlife came out at the same time. Well, yeah. At the same time. So I'm, I'm trying to get back into watching Afterlife because I think that is brilliant. As well. Yeah. I think I, I, like, I love Ricky Gervais and I like Afterlife, but sometimes I find it quite a difficult watch because it's so emotional and it's so... Yeah. I love the funny side of it, but then when it's really deep and on point, sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can... I can take this today. I think you've got to be in the mood for it, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, definitely. But he is class. Well, look, thanks ever so much for coming on, Marlo. Keep no, in touch because then when you hit the million subscribers, you'll have to you'll have to come on <laughs> come on again. I hope so. My goal <laughs> is to hit a hundred thousand this year. But I, I can don't see know if, it, if it happens, it happens. But I think you've got to have some sort of goals for for the year. Yeah, and just um, do more podcasts and just get, 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 now you've, now you've got over your virginity podcast virginity, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. So I need hope, to sort out this setup. That's what I need. To yeah. Do. And in, in a year's do. time, you'll be like, I remember when I did my first podcast with Lee. Yeah. And he was, <laughs> he was asking me shit questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's been good, man. It's been good. There's, there's questions you've asked me that no one, no one's good. ever asked. Even well, that's what I try and do. I, I try and, cause you know, you'll get some podcasts, but and I'm not slagging podcasts off, but they'll ask quite straightforward questions. Whereas our yeah. conversation is better because, the last thing you want to be is asked is the same question all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, make sure you stay in touch. Um, and Definitely. thanks so much for coming in, uh, coming on and good luck with the 24 hours. I'll be donating to that. And I, I think Thank you awesome. when are you, do, when are you doing that 24 hour? Uh, the date is set for next week. Oh, right, um, okay. I'm trying to decide whether to do it on a Friday or a Saturday. Um, and I still don't know what time to do it. The last time I'd done one, I'd done it to mid midday to midday. Yeah. Um, but then it was horrible because I went to sleep when I got home and then I woke up at like 9 p.m. And I'm like, okay, oh, what do I do now? So yeah. I might do, 
I might do a seven to a seven. Yeah, yeah, that 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 sounds good. And I'm ho- I'm fingers crossed the weather's good. Draw. Yeah, that's a one factor. But luckily now I've got fully waterproof. You've got your kit. I know. Yeah, I've yeah, seen it all. Yeah. All right. You got to have the kit, mate. All right, yeah. then, mate. Well, look, take care. Look after yourself, Thank and I'll you speak to you soon. Cheers. So that's it. Massive thanks again to London Eats for joining me today and also for you listening. Make sure you follow the podcast over the next few months because there are some more extraordinary interviews. And remember, now we are starting every Monday. That is my commitment to you. Now, the podcast streaming on the usual platforms, including iTunes and Spotify. But if you want to see a small clip of the chat, then it's on YouTube. Also, if you want to go on Facebook, it's my way of thinking podcast. Instagram's my what podcast. And Twitter is my way of thinking, but with a three in the end instead of a G. Don't ask, long story. And finally, if you want to get in touch or you think you'd be a great guest, email me on my what podcast at AOL.com. Okay, thanks so much for listening. Until next time, God bless and take care. <laughs>